0: Hi, welcome to Pull Up a Copper. I'm June and I'm here today with Kaylee. Hello there. Hello, June. Hello, everyone. <laughs> That's, yeah, I know, it's weird. It seems ages since I've seen you. It's got, I was thinking about
1: this earlier, it must have been surely the back end of last year. It's got to be. Yeah.
0: You were more and more on placements.
1: Yeah, and I feel as well like the only way that I'm actually catching up with anyone is through listening to this podcast because i've just not seen anyone for so long the only way you find out what's going on in people's lives is
0: through this <laughs> <laughs> oh it's lovely i mean people have just shared so much the, the generosity of people doing that and it's nice for you if you've got like your, oh my god there's so and so i'm going to listen to them yeah uh-huh. and they're just normal
1: yeah it's just nice it's like a little catch-up but not a catch-up
0: yeah um so i'm catching up to you today with um I've got a little cuppa that says "Blooming Lovely Mum," but I think I got last year or the year before off my son and his uh, wife. i could say, wife. They might as well be married. They've been together since they were about seventeen um, when they went on holiday, and I've got uh, some loose leaf tea in like a little tea cage, and I oh, think, "Wow, Queen Anne tea." But I now I've got nowhere to put the little cage so I think I'm just gonna to have to keep it in and hope I don't poke myself in the face with the top of the the flower that's on the stem of the on the tea cage there so I think I can do it Ooh. me glasses stop it from going in my eye <laughs> but you've got oh is that like a latte mug it is.
1: it's probably not a 40 it's not a mug at all it's like a yeah we put like a nice coffee or something in bit it Ooh, Irish coffee. Ooh. Ooh. yeah, Yeah.
0: Coffee and whiskey. Oh. Match made in heaven. It is, yeah. No, do you love a tea? Just a nice tea. oh, I've just realized I've got. You know, on me jumper, you know when you buy a jumper and you've got those hooks, I don't know, hooks, ribbons that they yeah. put on the inside of tops. And oh, it was nice. yeah, and it was yeah. hanging out. And I'm just I always normally I cut them off when I buy them. Yeah. Cause I know that to stop them from well, I assume they're to stop them from coming off the hangers when they're in the shops. Yeah, those little hangers are like the plastic like lip on it that the hooks into there, but I'm not inclined to really like hang up tops and things really, so Well no, I know that they put them on like halter neck tops and things when they're hanging them because yeah. it makes them hang properly. But I don't hang on my tops when I get in the house. You just, they go in a drawer if they're lucky. Yeah,
1: I'd be the same.
0: Strange. to they go, a, they go on a chair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like wardrobes are reserved for jeans. Jeans, dresses, not
0: tops. Yeah, things that need length. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, things like, obviously our wardrobes got like all of hubby's shirts in, dress shirts and that, they need to be hung. Yeah. Um, trousers, spot on. All of that stuff. Dresses, yeah, hang them up. But t-shirts and jumpers, nah, that's just too much of a uh, bit of a faff one for my liking. I think I found them on <laughs> on a nighty I bought once.
1: Yeah. Oh no, that's weird because then pajamas have a completely different draw altogether.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and is it weird if, like, if you stay at a friend's house or something and they say, oh, yeah, you know, you can just go up and get a, if it's been hot or you've all been in the pool and it's like, oh, run up and get yourself a top. And you go into the top where you would put the tops. Yeah. And you think, what are you doing not putting them where I put them? Oh, why are there socks in here? <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you see, that's a, I've got a, a chest of drawers that's got like three, three big drawers. And at the top, there's two smaller ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where the little stuff goes. Yeah, I would do the same. Yeah. And I'm down to, like, would you put, like, your woollies nearer the bottom?
1: Yeah, so, like, a draw
0: for, like, summer,
1: a draw for winter, and then, like, when it gets to, like, October, when everything comes out, and then the jumpers might get hung up because I know that they're going to be the ones I go and grab as opposed to a
0: skimpy little crop top. <laughs> The crop top's just there for another layer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would tend to do that as well, yeah. Just a bit of extra bulk.
0: Yeah, or you, you put them in, like, your suitcase. You put your, all your summer stuff away and just put them in a suitcase.
1: Yeah. yeah. I've probably done that, and then this year, um, it's kind of just sat there and thought, well, you're not going to see the light of
0: day this year. No holidays. And this is the worst August I've ever seen, I think. No, I think we've had the summer. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, that was I know because I was at the end. You would have been as well at the end of like finishing assignments and stuff. When we had a lot of that beautiful weather, mm-hmm. yeah, but I couldn't work outside because I couldn't get the computer set just right. Yeah, I didn't have sun. See, so like no, no, it's too sunny. Uh,
1: I was indoors, and um, there was a big ban on having fans on and things just because of uh like all these those aerosol generating procedures where you're not allowed to have like air blowing and things i mean rightly so with what's going on but when you walk around and your sexy compression
0: socks absolutely sweating (laughs) and you've got you know i suppose at the minute as well when it was that hot you've got your mask on Hmm. i mean it's hot enough at the minute i mean i go down to the shops and i put my mask on and i'm instantly within about 30 seconds going this is hot and i'm like hurrying to do my shopping so i can get out to get this mask off it's just
1: awful it feels horrible breathing in your own air just your hot air it's just oh it's grim and then the mask knee that comes with it I've never been so spotty in my entire life. Like I missed the teenage stage and it's happened now, mid mid-20s. Fell in towards 13, have happy.
0: <laughs> really? Well, I just gonna say with all this heat you're gonna be getting from the mask, you're um you're probably gonna experience it's probably like what I'm having with menopause at the minute, where you're just like <laughs> uncontrollable heat just comes from nowhere. It's just hot flashes and there's nothing there's no let up, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, that's it, and I mean, and obviously in the medical profession, you're gonna be wearing masks. You were used to wearing it routinely anyway.
1: Yeah. There's the old time where you would wear it, but yeah, this has been going on. I've lost count of how many months now, but yeah, I'm working 13 and
0: a half hour days wearing one. Well, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Damon's the same, even though he's not frontline. He's still, yeah. because he's walking around in and out wards and everything. And he'd said, he says, I've come to the conclusion that I hate sanitizer. Yeah,
1: it drives have- It does, yeah. It's awful, and it's one of those things as well. Like you realize all these like cuts and little crevices you have in your hands because <laughs> they all sting at once as soon as you put it on. Yeah, yeah. it's not ideal. Like- yeah.
0: And that was then as well. He says just the the remembered. You know, obviously he says yeah, you can't help but wash your hands. Because yeah. after you've done as soon as you've like done one round of delivering stuff or that, you're like, no, I need to wash my hands because now they feel awful. So you're washing them not just because of infection control or anything. You're washing because all the sanitizers making them feel awful. Yeah, just awful, sticky, dry, just an awful combination. Yeah. It's like that. Um, what was it I saw on Facebook? There, never did I think my my hands would ingest more alcohol than my mouth. Yeah, that is definitely the case for me. I don't think I've
1: ever been so teetotal in my entire life, is what I have been. I mean, everyone else kind of thought, hmm, have a cheeky chin underneath, even I'm just, I'd drive have a cup of tea.
0: <laughs> I think it depends, because obviously you've worked all the way through. I think it might be different for people who were furloughed.
1: Yeah, I think, of course, it's like a boredom thing, and like, there's like certain things you do when you are bored, like eat, like have a drink. So... But, yeah, I think because I've known nothing different, I've not had the chance to kind of think, have these, like, health kicks and things, and, oh, I might, uh, you know, get in shape or I might have a good drink on an evening. Like, none of that's happened for me because I've just, I don't know anything else, don't know any different.
0: Yeah. It's just your your, your days off are slightly different because you maybe don't have what was accessible to you beforehand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: But no, I just, uh, I mean, I think the way we've all adapted to it is is brilliant. There's a dog barking. He's, he's not adapted to it. I have to admit, adapting, I mean, the pets. I mean, Hey, Harry. Oh, it's not, it's Bailey. Bailey. Oh, shut up. Um, they're just used to us around them 24 hours a day now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like very reliant on things,
0: aren't they? Well, yeah, I just think what are they going to do when you know they just sit next to you so they get a fuss? I mean, when we all go back to a normal life,
1: if ever, yeah, I hope all, so.
0: Well, yeah, I want to be able to do stuff, and all of a sudden, they've got times when not just like an hour or so when we're shopping, when they've got to be alone, yeah.
1: You've got to wonder how they feel as well when they're walking down the street on their their daily walks and seeing everyone else who, like, have their faces covered. It's got to be intimidating.
0: Yeah, I think it's weird because, I mean, I still find myself smiling at people as I go past. And I'm like, you don't even know I'm smiling at you!
1: (laughs) I always think this, like, I have to kind of... You have to just let them know as well, like, I am smiling at you because I feel like I've got a natural smile, So I'm always a bit, like... I'm never wide-eyed so when I smile it looks like I'm not changing my face at all <laughs> so I, <have> to just, <laughs> I am smiling at you I'm happy to see you
0: <laughs> oh it just it happens from the nose down yeah uh-huh. whereas when I smile it's sort of like I, I know my eyes change yeah but you just think am, am I just grimacing at you <laughs>
1: yeah or I do a little uh a little like shoulder shrug just to be like oh I can't even explain what I'm doing I just know that it looks like I'm doing something different with my face if I
0: <laughs> <as well. laughs> yeah. I mean, I just for, for people who are reliant on those facial features to know what's yeah. going on, I uh-huh. mean, never mind to be relying on lip reading. Yeah, but just the visual okay. cues, yeah, to know yeah. just what the mood is of your conversation. I mean, we rely on them, I think, so much in everyday life,
1: yeah. I'm quite a touchy person anyway so if i'm having a conversation i usually like, have a hand on an arm or like do the uh, touch of the hand or something so i definitely have to rely on that a lot more just to just to like give people the idea that you're yeah, you know you're in good spirits and things like otherwise i would i have just look miserable 24 <laughs> 7. but then
0: it's hard when we've got to try and keep distance from people and um, mm-hmm. And you just, I think it's just, it's using that little bit of common sense because, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to admit, I was—I um, did my coffee morning the other day, the other Saturday, um, and there was somebody there that was late getting up. At, I did it at my daughter's house and she'd mm-hmm. had a little, you know, drinky poos the night before. <laughs> and one of them was feeling a little bit worse for wear. And when mm-hmm. she got up, I went, oh, Nikki, we've all been, I've been telling them about the fact we didn't disturb one of them. You know, we've all talked about the fact that they'd all ordered McDonald's breakfast. We had a table full of cakes and they <laughs> ordered a McDonald's breakfast because that's what you need. And she got up about an hour in and I says, Nicky, come and say hello. This is Nikki. So, you know, so like put a face to the person we'd been talking about. And yeah. she just came over and just put her arms around us and hugged us. And that was that, you know, the the hangover. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought, that's interesting since I've actually had... Of somebody yeah. that's not like, you know, immediate family.
1: Yeah, it's awful. I think I've only really just realized like how like reliant I am doing things like that. I never thought I was a touchy person at all. And then this happens. And I just, it's not even the human contact, it's just lacking like being able to stand with a stranger on the street and have a conversation. I hated in the initial, when we were only allowed like an hour a day outside, I hated that crossing the road to get away from people. It's just not for me.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, I mean, I remember I was in a in a shop. I think this was when we were social distancing in shops, but didn 't have to wear masks, yeah, but we were all on like one way aisles and something, and this woman had done something, and it must have been to another customer or she cheesed her off in some way. Uh-huh. so this person that had been cheesed off literally when this other one just walked away said, "I have to tell somebody how much she 's cheesed me off." And we, we stood, like, at opposite sides of the aisle while she told me about that and learned, oh, I feel so much better for that. Yeah. And I just thought, yeah, we are starting, I think, now as well to just talk to random people more. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's
1: just, I don't know what it is, I think. Well, for a start, like, the thought of, like, are you, like, are you okay? Like, you see other people and think, oh, I wonder how you're dealing with it and that's the thing like when I'm out for a walk that's all I want to do it's just like and like not that it's awful being around your own family and things but there's only so much you can take and then if you're not seeing people like outside and things like that's why I felt so grateful that I could actually go and work as intense as it is out there it's nice to have just different faces I think these all understand completely what I'm going through because they're working as well they're going home to the same people and having a distance and have concerns about them so yeah but i think we all just want to have
0: like that contact with different people don't we like we're only human yeah and i think what it comes down to is you might be the first voice that they've heard acknowledging them in however yeah. long because it's means me and my daughter once said, said and they her, her children that we were um conversing over um, facebook messenger we were zoom we were doing all this so we were talking to a you know a screen of pixels and it lasted for a while and then yeah. we we met on with high street and we did a socially distanced walk like around mm-hmm. the high street and in and out the shops you know maintaining our two meter distance which was hard yeah. when the, the paths weren't two meters and we're trying uh-huh. to like walk adjacent to each other Um, and it was just it was so weird but she says it's just nice to talk to a physical human being
1: yeah absolutely yeah
0: not just uh, Mm -hmm.
1: I think people just you make more effort as well because I think I don't know you just have like you you make more effort to like have a Zoom chat or something like that like when people are all been doing quizzes and things and having like coffee and things over a, a webcam yeah. i just think you've really done that before i think it just makes you
0: realize um how important it is to have that connection yeah i mean i think that's what it comes down to as well it's like we can still we've just adapted the way that we would have communicated with each other okay. and yeah. i think it's brilliant because people have um carried on i mean i've done it we've done quizzes we've played jackbox where we've all got our phones out and somebody's shared a screen um so that we've all been like watching the screen and watching our phones um we played online cards against humanity (laughs) which was hilarious um yeah but we've tried our best to still do the things we would have done Just virtually, yeah, which is obviously why I started this back up. Um, I had no idea how that I could record stuff online. Um, and then a couple of people had told us that I could do it on Zoom and I could do it on Skype. Mm. So I'm like, once I've got my assignments out the way, I'm going to get this up and running again, yeah, because I think I needed it as much as and I have found out other people needed it, yeah, definitely. There is life outside these the four walls that we have. Yeah.
1: I never even knew what Zoom was before this all kicked off. I wish I was part of the profits now. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. I mean, um, after Zoom, I mean, I, I've used Skype before. Yeah. Zoom, um, Microsoft Teams, um, uh-huh. oh, the Joy of Blackboard Collaborate. Oh, yeah. Oh. hmm <laughs> why we couldn't just have it on teams i'll never on on teams or zoom i think they do work a little bit better but that's just my personal preference
1: yeah i would agree um i've used both but um i just think the chances of things going wrong i'm far more likely
0: with their uh, collaborate <laughs> but it's it's a it's a learning curve because i think all of a sudden collaborate that was only used occasionally was all of a sudden overloaded. Yeah. With stuff having to be done like that. It's been the same with all of these platforms. They've just all come into their own. Yeah. My
1: heart goes out to anyone who's kind of just starting uni and things who's already got to navigate these new like electronic platforms and things and have to do this as well because they don't have the option of face to face. Like I'm so pleased. Well not that it's ever happened, but that it's happened at the end of the degree because oh it's just just not the same you just want to be in a group of of like people who are in the same boat as you and you want to be able to ask questions and things
0: yeah not looking at your screen yeah as much as it was tough making the adaptation in the last few months to online well it was online for me but it was different for you
1: yeah because we'd kind of like ceased all face-to-face teaching anyway so there was nothing else that needed to be done But it was nice to just kind of have that. We had a lot of, let's just have a catch up and see how you're all doing because you have all kind of opted in. (laughs) You've been thrown well and truly at the deep end while everyone else has the time to like sit, do dissertations and then run up to summer and things. Like we were all done at that point and we were out there, but it was nice to kind of, like we definitely weren't forgotten
0: about by the uni. It was nice. Oh, I mean, that's good. I mean, obviously doing drama, we were so used to like, you had an idea, you had a concept. So you would sit with a couple and you would say, what do you think of this? And you'd throw it round or you'd get it up on its feet and you'd get some immediate response to it. And someone go, oh, hang on. And then they'd get up and they'd try it. So you had that immediate, almost like testing out of ideas and a brilliant, like critical response from people. Yeah. And that that was suddenly taken away and it's yeah. exactly what you mean it's that like it's that sitting with a coffee just chatting to people going oh, what what does this bit mean and you had instead of having to type it in a message to somebody or ring them up and say just what is this going everybody would just look at you and go well I've got no idea either and it was the working stuff out together working a problem together you just was lost
1: yeah just, like, communication delays and everything.
0: Yeah, it's not the same. Mm. I've just realised that tea, if you leave the, the, the tea cage in for too long, it gets quite strong. <laughs> I've never seen a tea cage before, ever. Wait, they're brilliant. I mean, this one's a little... You just take, you take off the bottom bit, put, uh-huh. like, the loose-leaf tea in, and obviously this has got a stem with a little... A little flower on the top But you can oh, get yeah. them like little houses With a clip on that you just clip onto the side of your cup So you get the equivalent of like the teapot loose leaf experience uh-huh. Without the, the leaves Or without the need for like a tea strainer
1: Looks interesting I've never seen one They're a bit like Same kind of idea as You know those like sugar sticks that you're stirring tea
0: Yeah, instead of <laughs> in. yeah. Well that's it It's brilliant because then it means yeah, I suppose it is. It's having the loose leaf experience. Although I did say to somebody, loose leaf tea is meant to like swirl around a teapot and all of a sudden I've now restricted it. But it's a nice tea.
1: I'll <laughs> um, Actually, speaking of those sugar things, I was on holiday in Austria a couple of years ago and I thought it was like, um, as if you're going to go to like Blackpool and get a stick of rock, I thought it was like some sort of lolly. <laughs> And it wasn't. It's one of those sugar things that you stir into your tea. I was like, "This classic me, really." <laughs> Were you just eating the? <laughs> just put it straight in my mouth, thinking, "Oh, it's like a lolly or something <laughs> they give you an Austria as part of like a cultural thing for like tea in the morning." But no, it's what you stir into your tea. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, in Blackpool and, and holiday resorts, you would get like the the crystallised lollies. Yeah,
1: that's what. I, yeah, but I never, I never seen one before. I thought, oh, it's just like a stick a rock or something is it's like a, a delicacy over here but no it's what you stick with eating
0: <laughs> oh i mean different things in the different cultures around food and breakfast and stuff i mean when we were in turkey i mean they loved pastries breakfast yeah. the amount of pastries and i mean i like like and with a continental breakfast you get a pastry but these were just masses and um fried chorizo as opposed Ooh. to bacon so for breakfast you're sort of like you're having some bread um some halloumi oh, and I some that. chorizo and, and you're just like yeah this is breakfast yeah. <laughs> I, f- I feel full now yeah what
1: you want yeah that's a bit I love most thing about going away is just kind of immersing yourself in how other people eat, how they live, how they talk. I mean I'm, like, I'm just not the person who can lie by a pool for a week and just I can't sit still. I have to immerse myself entirely in like how they live as well.
0: Yeah and I know, I know where we went um, was quite rural and yeah you walked about a mile down the hill which meant you then had to walk a mile back up the hill To get to the village Which was one street Mm -hmm. Um, And it was stunning Shops on each side um, And we went into this one place In fact the following year We went back And that was the only place we went to Because they were amazing Yeah And the first thing they started telling us Was that they did an all day English breakfast And you're like But I'm in Turkey Yeah Yeah You know but obviously there's a lot of people when they're abroad still like their their home comforts yeah it's very much like an expat thing isn't it i'd
1: expect that if i went to somewhere really commercialized like benedorm where there's a lot of like english expats and things but for the most part if i'm gonna go away like the last thing i want to do is have a full english breakfast
0: cup of tea in the morning always but well yeah where we went they had um normal tea they did lipton tea so in your room you had normal lipton tea and you had a load of flavored fruits and herbal teas that were all Uh the lipton brand and everywhere you went for a cup of tea all the little um it was like little tea bars and coffee bars and things on the big resort was lipton tea Uh uh-huh so I drank um, sage tea, Ooh. which I have to admit was very nice, very refreshing, but it did taste like stuffing on your Christmas dinner. Oh no! <laughs> 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 Herby, it's like a mouthful of perfume. Yeah, really, really intense sage. But it t- it said it was sage tea. Mm. But I still don't think you know when it says it's going to be lemon or it's going to be sage. And then when you get the flavour, it still surprises you. Yeah. uh uh-huh. Remember last year i in Italy and staying in Airbnb
1: and they had like a massive supply of Earl Grey, which is nice. But I was like, no, I'm gonna spoil these people and uh just leave a little little something for when we go and got in loads of English breakfast. I was like, whoever stays here next was going
0: to know exactly where the people were from. <laughs> yeah. <just> it. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, I suppose the, the teas they supplied, mm. you would always find something, whether you liked a plain tea or whether you liked a fruity one or a more herbaly one or quite like, I suppose with the sage one, quite more like a savoury tea. There was yeah. something for everybody. Mm. So they'd covered their backs with absolutely everything yeah but i still like we were still going down and going um can i have a turkish tea Uh because their tea was amazing you'd go can i have a tea and they'd go i'm english and we'd go no turkish (laughs) And and i don't know if it's because with brits they just assume that that we all want what's British. Yeah,
1: I mean, in terms of tea,
0: yeah, and we're obsessed with tea, aren't we? Yeah. So I think they always assume that we want to eat and drink what we're used to in this country.
1: Yeah. Yeah, mean, it shows when you like when you do go away, like you're never far from like an Irish pub or somewhere where you can get like a steak and ale pie. <laughs>
0: Well, when we booked the holiday, that was the one thing that Phil, for his first holiday abroad, didn't want. Uh huh. He didn't want to feel like um, he'd gone to a commercial seaside resort in this country. Yeah, yeah I'm not a fan, yeah. Um, I mean, granted, when he was there, he ate a lot of food that he would have eaten in this country. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just... Yeah, you, you want to try the local food. Yeah. So you want to go there and you want to eat baklava. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always feel like all
1: of my holidays are, I have like regional lager tourists. I'm like, right, what is the lager of choice in Belgium, in Slovenia? And go with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, we went, we're actually the, the place that we went for the the English breakfast, the they told us about the English breakfast. Um, we were looking at their, their menu and that. Um, I mean, we were all inclusive, so we didn't bother eating there. But they had um, a Turkish cider. Oh. It was it? I think a, oh, it wasn't flavoured, it was just apple. And we're like, do you know what? We've got to try that. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly because you couldn't get a cider on resort. But oh. I just wanted to try this cider. And it was not massively strong in taste Uh, but it was just so refreshing and it was exactly what you would need on a day like that
1: it just hits different isn't it like you can have a limoncello in this country but as soon as you go away it's completely different it's it's just a whole experience isn't it like i'm having a limoncello and i'm sat in
0: rome or something oh that was it i mean i can have a um a cocktail here like um an nice tea or a margarita or something but then when you're sitting um as you say like outside even on a lounger and you've suddenly got um a cocktail and you know someone's just like whisking around bringing you this cocktail to your table yeah like, yeah this is more um well unless you're sitting in the um in the botanist i suppose uh-huh. it's <laughs> It just feels nicer, and when you're getting the traditional, it's it's just wonderful. Yeah,
1: felt like that in Germany. But as soon as you get like a Stein, oh, I could have it in this country and like beer colour. But you go there and you put your Stein, it's like, oh, slap my thigh
0: and call me Gretel. (laughs) Yeah, it's you get your Stein over here, and it's more or less what you would what you would drink, just in a different container. Yeah, uh-huh. over there, you're getting it more traditional.
1: Yeah, it just hits
0: differently, doesn't it? And as you say, you're surrounded by the culture. Yeah. Which is which is lovely. And just, yeah. they just get to know you. They're so hospitable and they're so nice. I think when you're over there. Yeah, they are. Which is ah, oh, I just love that. I just love that. Yeah. The hospitality towards the Brits. Yeah. And that's what we've been massively deprived of this year. <laughs> well, I lost one holiday because of Thomas Cook. Oh,
1: really? And then the
0: second one because of COVID. Oh, no. Well, actually, I'm going to say that. I lost two holidays because of Thomas Cook. Uh-huh. And one because of COVID. Oh. But had I booked something at the start of the year, I'd feel
1: much worse about having it cancelled. But because I was being a bit lax, I was like, oh, no, I'll just wait a bit longer. Because nothing's been cancelled, I feel so much better for it. Like, oh, my heart goes out to anyone who's had all their plans cancelled. Not just, like, holidays, but, like, people want to get, like, married abroad and things. Well, even married
0: in this country. Yeah, yeah. allowed to do that. I mean, so much has been put on hold that we yeah. couldn't do... even. Birthday parties, mm, yeah. I mean, the amount of times you send a, a happy COVID to somebody, <laughs> yeah. and you like can't go and visit the grandkids on a birthday, and yeah, little oh. things like that are just like oh. oh. But fingers crossed. I mean, once we get out of this, I mean, hopefully that next year, well, I will have to make up for it.
1: Yeah. I'm ready for I've missed out on like sport and things as well, like no Olympics, no football
0: that's all the things that I've missed I missed the Olymp- oh, I've missed the Olympics yeah Wimbledon yeah i ha I got to admit I did binge watch the snooker oh yeah, that has been on hasn't it <laughs> I watched the snooker I' really enjoyed that um I'm not really into football, so yeah. that didn't bother me uh-. Uh-huh. But, yeah, the Olympics, massively missed. I know. And all those athletes who'd been training. You know, oh, never no. mind us working towards a holiday. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd have felt bad enough if I'd, like, it would never, ever happen if I ever, like, trained for the Great North Run or something.
0: Then someone's like, actually, that's not going to go ahead now. You are joking. <laughs> well, exactly. What? Things like that happened. And you've got... And then you've got all these people that have been training to raise money for charities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So people are obviously trying still trying to find their own ways to to do it. Yeah. Without actually having to run the set great north maybe by breaking it up into sections and doing it. I think people have find their own way to still do their fundraising for organizations.
1: Yeah, I've seen like virtual ones, and people have also done like Say so they might run like 5k every day and it accumulates to the equivalent of oh, I've run the length
0: of Hadrian's Wall and back. Yeah. It's made that way. I think I, it's brilliant. It's what we need to be doing. It's apart from the health benefits, it's still doing something. Yeah. I think people need funding, especially now more than ever. <sighs> so. Yeah, massively. Massively. Well, like I say, I mean, I just hope that in. I mean, I'm pretty sceptical in saying in a year's time, I hope we'll be able to do stuff because I I don't think it's going to be massively normal, usual, until a good few months. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But we're just going to, we'll we'll see how we go. We'll just keep our positive heads on and eventually we'll come out of it. Yeah. Keep calm, carry on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's all we can do. It's all we yeah. can do. We can grunt about things and complain, but you know what? Complaining doesn't get us anywhere. We're best off just using our own bit of common sense and positivity and working through it ourselves. That's the way, yeah. Positive. Yeah. And uh, once lockdown's over and you've got a day off, we'll have to go and drink gin. Oh, yes. Oh, Fair never enough. mind cups of tea.
1: Nice tea
0: if we go to somewhere like the botanist, we can drink yeah. the out the botanist, We can drink gin out of a teapot. Oh wow! So there we go. That that would be even better. We can just pretend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I'm but, down for that. Yeah, sounds really good. But Kayleigh, it's been absolutely fab having a chat. It's been good. Just talking about the way things used to be and what we would have done if we weren't in this situation yeah likewise but we would have had the chat regardless about what we did do that yeah. we did have holidays we're just talking yeah. a little just talking about things we would have done instead probably isn't like training rooms one and two or something <laughs> yeah oh. <laughs> over who's going to grab that last sachet of tea before yeah i oh, know we're okay <laughs> with tea normally yeah it's a bit. It's the biscuit or the last cake that we fight over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You take care, Keely. And I'll catch up with you hopefully soon. Hopefully, yeah. Thank right. you. Right. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.